Welcome to another episode of Creators Outlet, sponsored by our friends over at the Inked Marketing Team. And Inked Marketing wants to remind you that Warlash right now is 50% funded, live now on Kickstarter. Warlash is an Ahmed warrior of the apocalyptic future, and he's back. This issue reintroduces Warlash with three tales of hard-boiled science fiction crime noir. The generator, Warlash, goes on the hunt for a missing girl, only to find that she's been kidnapped by a supervillain who has activated her mutant powers. And in Grubs, Warlash goes into the seedy underground sewer system to chase a mutated monster who is devouring people at will. Illustrated by Stealthy Steve Mannion and written by Frank Forte. Grab your copy today at www.8.pub forward slash Warlash. And now we welcome our guest from... Hardon. And Oliver, or as he has been currently nicknamed, Samoa Crayola, because he looks like Samoa Joe and he's a colorist. <laughs> I could I could hear the said. the DJ in you, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coming up to the stage, that was cool, man. <laughs> oh, just a little bit. Right. Very nice, very nice. Good to be here. Thank you. Uh, for all of my podcast listeners, if you want to see anything that's going to be shown on the show tonight, as always, head over to Creators Outlet on YouTube. And if not. You can always hear, hit the links that we will give during the show. And uh, guys, why don't you uh, introduce yourselves and give a little bit about your background? We'll start with Happy Harry Hardon because at his age, that can't last very long. <laughs> Man, I'm not going to say anything, but that blue pill does help. Um, I am Happy Harry Hardon, a.k.a. Ray Ramos. And I did notice you had another uh, a bizarro Ray Ramos on here a little while ago, too. So that's kind of mm -hmm. scary. But, uh, you know, often imitated... Never duplicated. I am the original Ray Ramos right here. Happy Harry Hardon, writer for Six by Six Comics, creator of the Cryptonodes, all around great guy, um, cryptozoologist, poet, everything and anything that needs to be done, I do it. Been writing comics uh, for above 20 years now. Been publishing Heavy Metal Magazine, uh, Gore Shriek, and of course, uh, you know, the indie scene. Been publishing my own books since high school. So, how you guys doing? Welcome, Oliver. Hey, this is Oliver Liarse, code name OLEA656. Um, I am an illustrator, colorist, sometimes writer, and uh, and I bring out my big eraser for 656 Comics. That that means <laughs> that I edit a lot of stuff for these people here. These and, people. and I've been uh, doing comics ever since uh, a kid, I, I guess, I think. And I've been, I've been coloring uh, professionally since... 2014, when I got my gig at IDW, when I colored The Crow and uh, Rotten Ruin and uh, and a variant cover for The Walking Dead by uh, an illustration by James O'Barr. So that was awesome. Oh, nice. And and I'm I'm here <laughs> promoting our, our next book. Well, now I'm excited because since the original crow came out i haven't missed a crow miniseries oh cool awesome so nice. i actually have some of your work in <laughs> one of my 150 boxes yeah it's it's the crow pestilence 
Oh, so, cool! I remember yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was from IDW. So that was that was pretty cool. So uh, tell us what tell us what you got going on and uh, how the campaign is going so far. So right now we're still promoting. We're in, we're beginning the second thirty days of our uh, of our campaign for the Cryptonodes. We've been doing really really well. Everyone's uh, been really excited about the campaign about what we have to offer the project. It's been received really really well as well um and that's what we're on right now cryptonodes is the secret war of monsters that's going on right now it's cryptids versus tulpas you know beloved monsters such as bigfoot and la llorona man dog you know spring hill jack and they're going up against these tulpas which are manifestations uh created by thought and belief like um the rake and the black-eyed kids that are out there that are like troubling everyone the smile dog and I don't want to say the, the Slender Man, but it's our version of the Slender Man called Enyango, which is the big bad of the book. Uh, the artwork uh, is done by Dario Rodriguez. He's a co-creator as well. Oliver, of course, is lending his big eraser and whatever else needs to be done. And uh, we're just, you know, yeah, lettering as well. Covers are by Dario. We also have some variant covers. Uh, one is by uh, Raymond Gay. He's an up-and-coming artist that's doing a lot of variant covers for The Last Ronin over at IDW. And also, uh, Aurelio Matsara. Uh, he's a concept artist for Psycho Gorman, and he actually worked on uh, some Marvel projects um, for a time as well. He's a freelancer right now. He's in Italy. And those are the variant covers that we're, that we're offering. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oliver, I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Uh, we're, did you mention that we're uh, at 290% funded? And everybody... Yeah, uh, we were asking three three grand, and we're at eight thousand seven hundred and fifteen dollars right now. So and it's and it's trickling down. So we 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 might get there. We might get hopefully at what five figures. I'm hoping. Hopefully, that would yeah. be nice. So so yeah, it, it's it's going fantastic. We're very uh, appreciative of our of our fans, our readers, and let's get this beyond. Much beyond. Much beyond. Much, much, much beyond. beyond. <laughs> if, if, if it gets much beyond, Oliver might actually take his shades off. <laughs> I know. No. <laughs> that, guy hasn't, that guy hasn't taken his shades off in years, man. Every time I see him, he has his shades yeah, on. That's crazy. It's all white here. I know. It's like sunburned <laughs> around his eyes and stuff. Oh, there, man. There's probably... Uh, we, we've been discussing this, right, Ray, uh, last night? The yeah. 15K goal? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna paint yourself as a Kool-Aid man and run through a, <laughs> run through a wall. I'm thinking about it. I already got permission from Serena and um uh, which is uh, my my wife and she's like I guess whatever, you know, you do whatever you want anyway. So, yeah, 15k and I'm going to run through a wall just as a Kool-Aid man. Oh yeah. See, now now I have to tell the story where I told you guys I worked during the pre-show. <laughs> yes. One of those places uh, my buddy Tony, who uh, uh, sadly uh, passed a few years back, this this guy that used to work for him was like three of me, and Whoa. he he used to work the Pakema of a different club, but he didn't work weekends, so he'd hang out with Tony and he'd go and get us all coffee, and one day he walks in. With this bright candy apple red size, like 8X polo on. 
and I couldn't help myself. And I was just like, hey, Kool-Aid! <laughs> <laughs> and the whole place busted out laughing, and he threw the coffees down, and then we had to send somebody else back out together. Oh, damn. Never... Because- you never wear mad. red, I guess. That's never wear red again. If you're I know. that size, never wear red. Oh, no, man. Never, never wear red. <laughs> Jesus, poor now guy. He, now you're got, putting he, ideas in my head. I might actually just get a big red shirt or a big red muumuu or something and, and use that instead, you know. <laughs> well, let me know. Um, maybe I can find one in my closet. I'm like. I'm like a six X. I'll send you. I'll just send you one of mine. <laughs> I, I am also man size, sir. So yes, I would appreciate that. No worries. Well, I didn't want to say nothing, but you know, <laughs> you're big enough. You're big enough to block out the lower half of your spinner rack. So no, you're telling me. <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, I mean that's what we've been doing so far. I've been trying to get uh, you know more uh, eyes on on the campaign and just you know mm-hmm. just being friendly with everybody that's liking it, talking to everybody, trying to see what they like, what they dislike. So far, it's been nothing but positivity, and uh, we, we really really appreciate everyone that's uh, getting behind this project and and helping us. You know the sharing, you know the talking about it, the word of mouth. Um, we've been on quite a few streams already and some podcasts outside of the indie scene also i've been on a few um like a paranormal podcast and uh like bigfoot hunting podcasts and stuff bigfoot is also featured in the book so it's uh people are very interested in, in what we have to offer as far as the story is concerned well i got a i got a crack up the other day i saw uh like a one panel cartoon like from from the paper <laughs> and it's just bigfoot walking walking around with like you know a bag of chips through through like Central Park, and it shows like two or three benches, and there's all these kids on their iPhones looking down. They can't see him, so he's just walking around his way. Like, <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. No, you really can't see him. <laughs> so, uh, tell me where the idea from this uh, came up, because I know it's like an anthology with with some different stories. Um, actually, it's one whole story. It just kind of looks like an anthology because we don't have all the, the pages out yet. But it's one full story. It originally, it was supposed to be four issues long, but um, we just decided to do the whole trade paperback. So you don't have to wait around for each issue to come out. Um, the story began, I mean, it's it's always been rolling around my head that I wanted to do something um, not so much based on the experiences that I've had growing up with the paranormal, but something that, uh, you know, always uh, got my interest and, and also attracts the interest of a lot of different people. Because, I mean, everybody will stop for, like, a good ghost story or if something creepy is going on, you know, you're going to, you know, do a double take and see what, what you're looking at. Especially nowadays, uh, you know, you go on YouTube, you go on TikTok, um, Facebook, all over the place. People put up videos, stories, you know, stuff like that, pictures of, of creepiness, of creepy stuff going on. So I wanted to do something like that, and it started about uh, 2016, that I finally said, oh, I want to do a story. And a buddy of mine and I were driving around in the car and we're pitching ideas to each other. He um, used to work in the industry. I don't know if he does anymore. But, uh, you know, it was a game that we had. And we just pitch ideas to each other. And uh, he's like, yeah, give me your most off-the-wall idea, blah, blah. And I told him, like, how about cryptids that are hired by the U.S. government to go across the the planet and steal uh, religious artifacts, like the Spear of Destiny and, you know, the the Crown of Christ and stuff like that. And their leader is the Loch Ness Monster. And he was like laughing and stuff. 
And uh, it kind of stuck. It, it, it stuck around in my head and, and it started evolving into something completely different where it had first started off kind of comedic, kind of funny. Uh, it turned into just a purely driven horror story, but not like the slasher type of horror story. I wanted it to be disturbing. And that's when I really started uh, deep diving into the lore, into the history, the sightings of cryptids, um, you know, across across the world that we all like, grew up uh, hearing about. And uh, that's that's where the story really uh, took off, right there. It just the just the base premise makes me think warehouse thirteen, hmm. but with creatures. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there was another show called the the Super Saturdays or something like that. Um, it was a, an animated show on Cartoon Network that was kind of the same thing too, and that kind of also affected the fact that I wanted to do something original and. Uh, that's when I, I decided, like, I want to write a story that's more monster-driven or creature-driven than it is, uh, you know, human-driven. So in the story itself, the, the human aspect of it is downplayed very much so. And it, we, we kind of just uh, see everything through the monster's eyes, you know, the situations that they put themselves in. And it turns out, you know, that they act very human. You know, they have a lot of human tendencies, even though there's these supernatural beings and stuff. And, um, you know, when I got together with Dario, I, I started asking him to draw, you know, some of the ideas that I had. He started coming up with all this stuff. And originally, I wanted it to be in color so I could pitch it to, um, you know, Image or Alterna or some, somewhere like that. And we put together a six-piece, um, the first six pages of the, of the book. And he colored it and everything. And I sent it out to Peter Tometi. And uh, it kind of got lost in the ether. He never got the pages. And uh, we pulled back and we're like, hey, you know, maybe that's a good thing so let's go back to the drawing board and look at what we're doing and that's when i showed it to these guys at six by six i showed it to oliver and right away oliver pulled out his big eraser he's like nope 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 nope. you're doing this all wrong and uh <laughs> what, are you, what are you pulling off you're getting the eraser yeah you're getting the eraser <laughs> he's getting the <laughs> big eraser i lost it no oh, but you know, i mean ray ray sold sold me the idea that it was going to be very moody, atmospheric, very Junji Ito, Bernie Wrightson. And, okay, and I was like, okay, sounds cool, sounds cool. And then I, he showed me the artwork, and nothing what he said reflected that. <laughs> so so we were like, no, nah, dude, we got to – and you're not and you're, you're not using Dario to his full potential because he can do better stuff than this. Don't get me wrong. What he showed me was pretty cool, but – But the way he sold it to me, well, it, it was it didn't reflect that. So we had to we had to go back to the drawing board and 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 what we're and what we have right now in the campaign. That's that's what Dario came up with, and it's fun, it's fantastic. Well, I want to bring mm -hmm. this up because this is some amazing stuff. Can we curse on your show? Because <laughs> I was going to say some effing fantastic. Effing fantastic? Effing fantastic. He meant to say fucking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There you go. So, man, that cover looks great. That's all Dario and Red. Red Garcia, he's the colorist for that one. Yeah, um, the cover colorist. The cover colorist. The other covers are colored by Oliver. So that's the main cover right there. 
And we got the Battle of Nightmare Hall cover, the Mothman cover. Oh, that um, is just sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's drawn by Raymond Gay, colored by Oliver. And then we have the uh, the uh, the Yorona and um, Spring Hill Jack cover with the uh, Nyango in the back. I got caught up. I'm sorry. Uh, and that's uh, drawn by Aralio Masara and also colored by Oliver. That's rad. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, yeah, we've been working on this for quite a while. I've been writing this story. It's gone through some changes, and we finally buckled down on what we wanted to do. And Dario actually, he made this style specifically for this book, or he came up with this style specifically for the book. And he had told us that he was looking at a lot of Junji Ito stuff, Gustav Dore, um, Bernie Wrightson, Ernie Chan, but from back in the Savage Sword of Conan days. You know, stuff like that. That was very interesting when when Dario told us about Ernie Chan. Because usually usually Dario never never, uh, says who are his influences, no? It's just just very vague. But yeah, but Ernie Chan was really really big for him back in the day. Yeah, Ernie Chan was a beast, man. Savage Sword of Conan. I have so many of those issues. Oh, yeah. Um, I need to I need to send them over to him because I know he would appreciate some of those issues. I have doubles, but um, I mean you can see the the grays, the line work, everything on the oh, page yeah. right there. You know, just adds to that. Yeah, and the that's like an amazing amount of work and detail in these pages. And yeah, each page, that, and I kind of like the, I kind of like the screaming crying girl at the bottom. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a very that's a very popular page among a certain kind of people. <laughs> didn't didn't this page already get sold? Yeah, we it, it got reserved by by one of our, our backers. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. So we've been trying to like you know just do different stuff with the campaign. Um, you know, everybody offers like certain things, and we're trying to you know change it up a little bit. Um, right now, we have unlocked quite a few stretch goals. Uh, you're receiving a sketchbook. You're receiving also um, a supplemental uh, floppy about the man dog, which is another character that's featured in, this, in the book. And uh, we have also, uh, I think we're about to unlock, uh, what else are we going to unlock? The monster, monster Moment Scrapbook. Yes, the Monster Moment Scrapbook, which is kind of like a journal of sorts, like a, like a cryptid hunter's guide. It's going to have a lot of uh, the artwork. And uh, also MP3 is attached to it, and it plays off of the fact that you're trying to, like, do investigation, trying to find out about these creatures that you've heard about but never really wanted to do research on and, um, you know, how it affects the whole story. Uh, You know, kind of like an outside source talking to you about what's going on uh, in this world. Just Just the fact that it's, like, all black and white interiors and it brings it back to like that that classic monster feel yeah that that was another thing uh about this book uh ray wanted it in color <laughs> look i i demanded it to be in color this i mean this type of artwork you can color it without making it justice mm-hmm. so take it from a colorist do not color these pages because this is what this is the the original vision that that Dario and Ray had, but Ray wants to mess it up. But 
I had to. I had to like Ray like was nudge just him. Trying to give you more work so you would quit <laughs> all this stuff. Sure. Uh huh. You know. You know what? Honestly, it wasn't even that. It was just the fact that when since I've been doing books, we've always done black and white comics. You know, the indie scene, underground comics, everything mm -hmm. that I grew up on. It was always black and white. As you can see, you know, the stuff that I have back here, I have like, uh, well, I can't spin it right now because I have a bunch of crap on there, but like Grips, you know, Greater Mercury Comics, Silver Wolf, I got Faust back there, a bunch of different stuff that was always in black and white. Mm -hmm. But I wanted color. I wanted to do one book at least that was in color, and that's why I demanded color. And when I told Oliver, like, this needs to be in cover, in color, Oliver was like, no, no, you're wrong, no. And we fought for like a week back and forth, like color, no, no color, color, no, no color. And um, he he finally won out because he was the voice of reason. And this is coming from a colorist. So. He's like, that's too much work, bro. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude. Uh, I'm currently coloring a uh, 114-page graphic novel, so. I, I don't shy away at, at the amount of pages to color, but mm -hmm. this is this is the the vision. This is I'm I'm respecting Dario's work because honestly, co colors won't. Well, maybe if we do something different, but no, it's black and white. Maybe, yep. maybe second chance campaign we could offer it in color. I don't know. That could be a possibility I, down the road. Tell, but tell the truth. Did you? Tell Ray, don't make me take these sunglasses off. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me, don't make me use my optic blast or whatever. your optic blast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, and he, he, he speaks, he speaks reason, he speaks sense because ultimately, you want to look at this rather than something that that covers it up because this is a, oh, it's, yeah. it's raw, and it's it's pure, it's it's at its at its apex, and once you start adding color to this, it's gonna start losing that whole. Uh, like you were saying, you know, the atmosphere, the mood, everything starts going out the window because everything is colorful. So, man, we got Edwin in the chat. What's up, Edwin? What's up, Edwin? Good to see you, Edwin the Ace. Cryptid Blast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see you, Ace. Oh, this looks cool. Yeah, that's the rake part where the man dog fights off the rake, and the rake is a topa as well. He's a manifestation that's been getting a lot of, uh, I guess, I don't know if you want to call it airtime as of late. Uh, if you go on YouTube and you type in rake, it comes up all over the place. Sightings are everywhere of this thing, and um, you know, there's a reason for it existing. We just don't know it, but in the story, we try to explain what's going on. I saw I saw recently a video of the rake on YouTube. It was a guy going down in the sewers and he sees something like peering outside of the corner mm -hmm. and it kind of looked like like an like this thing so it's pretty yeah oh, really? thanks bro yeah 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 i i always like to see that <laughs> i know i'm i'm on i'm on the the slow wheelchair race to like a whole whopping 300 but i'm but i got a package of stuff to give away so i'm like I got a signed slab in there that I want to give away to somebody. Uh, oh, is nice. it like a giveaway at a certain subscriber yeah. number? Yeah. Uh, once I once I hit three hundred, uh, oh, I'm going cool. to uh, do a do a spin of the wheel of all the of all the subs and uh, give away like uh, three prizes to uh, random people. Awesome. Cool. 
We should do that on our on our stream channel and stuff. At, at what at what number are we at right now? We're like at two twenty seven or something like that. I think. I don't know. I'd have to go look. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a but bit yeah. more, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, been, it's, been a, it's been very slow <laughs> getting subscribers on YouTube, but oh, I know. I mean, it's it's we're not we don't do the drama thing, so that's why. <laughs> oh man. Or the Star Wars talk. There's nothing wrong with Star Wars talk. <laughs> oh. This is La Llorona right here. Or our version of La Llorona. She's a goth, hot goth chick. Um, that could pretty much end your life. You know, drive you insane. Which, I mean, is pretty normal for hot goth chicks, right? It's pretty normal for any woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet Will... Saw some some of this now at 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 his workplace. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Every oh, yeah. day. <laughs> well, welcome to Massachusetts, where our women are as bipolar as our weather. Oh man. <laughs> the furthest I've gone is Minnesota. I've never been to Massachusetts, but uh, Minnesota is pretty crazy, nonetheless. So. I've been to I've been to uh, Boston. Yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, I'm about. Uh, 20 minutes south of Boston. Nice. But yeah, this this looks cool, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, we're just trying our hardest to, to make it a, a memorable book. Um, you know, every page is a piece of art and, uh, you know, just, just pushing it out there. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Enyango with his legion of uh, black eyed kids or black eyed children. Man. There's nothing creepier than like you know a field full of possessed little kids. <laughs> tell, exactly. tell the story of the black eyed kids, Ray. I mean that's a that's a real creepy one. Yeah, the black eyed kids have been like recent, um, been cited more and more. It started in the, in the mid '90s. There was an, um, a reporter that had an encounter out of uh, I believe it was in Texas. It was say love. In Denton, sorry, no, something like that, somewhere. Yeah, like it was that. like Denton, Lubbock, some some place like that, some part of Texas. Texas is huge, and uh, apparently he saw these kids on the side of the road that were asking him for a ride. And when um, he drove up to them, he didn't open the window. They were just standing there on the side of the road, like, "Hey, let us in, give us a ride, you know, give us some money, just let us in." But their eyes were sunken in black; they, he couldn't see any uh, any pupil in their in their eyes. And uh, he said that he got this overwhelming sensation of fear um, when he was, uh, you know, exposed to them or whatever you want to call it when he was near them. And all he wanted to do was get away, just, just drive away. And he ended up just driving away. And uh, this is the, you know, the story that he had given. After that, there was more sightings of them. If you go into the woods, you know, you can find them. They're just standing around uh, in some of the more remote places. In the, you know, if there's uh, like a house out in the, in the boonies somewhere, they'll appear. Like in the driveway, they'll go come up to your door and they'll knock and they'll be like, hey, let us in, let us in. And all these stories to me, um, and this is my take on it, of course, all these stories to me sound like uh, a Nosferatu. And I think that these are like the modern Nosferatus. They want into your house, but you can only invite them in. And that's why they keep asking you, you know, let us in, give us money. You know, you want us, you open the door, let us in. But, uh, of course, you know, whenever they come into your home, if you do let them in, something really, really horrible happens to you and you're never seen again. So, 
Yeah, I'm I'm gonna stay up here with uh with my legal firearms on the third, <laughs> on the third fucking floor. <laughs> is is there like a map of, of these kids like a sightings, right? Um I saw one once, I never downloaded it, but yes, there's uh they've it's been spreading. It's been spreading outward. Like there's um it seems like everything is, is headed like up and out rather than down. Because in, in the lower states, you don't really hear about these. But in the upper states, you do. You hear a lot about these kids. Damn um, it. Uh, <laughs> they're headed towards you. <laughs> Look, these kids are coming to get you if you don't back this book. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> you got to be careful. You feed the kids by backing the book. <laughs> they, they've been sighted in Abilene, Texas, and in Portland, Oregon. Mm -hmm. So Portland, it's okay. Keep them there. Yeah, Portland is okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird phenomenon. Man. Like when I started really delving into this, I just started figuring that, like, what the hell's been, what's, what the hell's going on out there? How are these things like so, I don't know, creepy? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely weird, man. Oh, these are cool. Yes, this is the the cast. Uh, we have the the de facto leader of the of the Kryptonals, the Spring Hill Jack. Uh, her name is Raydron. She's actually the daughter of the original Spring Hill Jack. Um, something happened in the past where she's searching currently for her father without giving away too much of the story, uh, and that's why you know she's uh, she's there. She's around. Uh, interestingly enough, a lot of sightings of Spring Hill Jack were were uh, seen, or he she was he was seen. Uh, back in the in the mid '50s uh, and early '60s in Texas and in New Mexico. Man, dog and Lo La Lorna. Mm -hmm, La Llorona. The man dog is a local legend. It's a cursed Texas ranger um, that is. Uh, he was cursed by a, a village shaman back in the 1800s when there was a, the salt wars in this area to forever wander the earth as a dog, never finding a home until he redeemed himself for the crimes and atrocities that he had committed as a Texas Ranger. And uh, that's who, who the man dog is right now. And he has these two guns that can destroy uh, any sort of paranormal um, like being or anything like that. But every time he uses a bullet through those guns, it reverts him to human form for an hour And if he dies as a human during that time, then he's damned for eternity to hell. Well, I guess you don't really want to use those guns. <laughs> Unless it's a last resort. And of course, La Llorona, everybody or in this area knows about La Llorona. She's uh, been portrayed in the media kind of like, a, you know, well, she is. I mean, she's a murdering, a child murderer. She drowned her children in the, in the river. So she could be with a man and all sorts of stuff. But I always felt that she kind of like got a bum rap. So in this story, we kind of redeem her. We give her like a heroic arc and uh, make her a, a hero rather than a villain. Kid Cthulhu. <laughs> Everybody's starting to love Kid Cthulhu as well. He's um, he's a, the elder god Cthulhu, of course, trapped in the body of a seven-year-old boy and... Uh, everything that comes with that you know so how do you how do you treat a seven-year-old that has you know the power of the cosmos inside of him through this elder god of cthulhu very carefully 
very carefully. <laughs> All he wants to do is play on his iPad and you know his Switch or whatever. Just leave him the hell alone. And, and God help you if you change the password <laughs> to the Wi-Fi. No, no, exactly. <laughs> What's the Wi-Fi here? <laughs> and then we have El Nyango. The Nyango, El Nyango is the big bad, of course. Um, it's our iteration of uh, the Slender Man, but he actually has a good backstory. I always thought the Slender Man was kind of dull, just some dude in a three-piece suit in the middle of the woods, uh, you know, that was luring kids to their death. But this this guy, he actually has like a like a fully developed story as to what he's doing, why he's doing what he's doing, and um, you know, everybody that's affected by it. You know, there's a lot more to see with his character. And then right below that, we have the rake. We were talking about the rake recently, and uh, the black-eyed kids as well. But but we have more now. This is just like the tip of the iceberg. Oh yeah, there's more. Uh, I don't want to call it a team because I don't want to make it sound like it's a team book. It's a group, and they do work as a team. But it's more horror based than anything else. But uh, the people that are on in the group, or rather the monsters that are in the group, of course, you know, are these guys that you see here. There's the goat man. Also, we have a, a Rogaroo, a werewolf girl. Um, we also have uh, Quetzalcoatl, which is an incarnation of uh, the Aztec god, um, the feathered serpent. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some of those uh, characters as well. And the tulpas, of course, we have Smile Dog. I don't know if you guys have heard of the Smile Dog story. It's a cursed um, uh, picture of a dog. And uh, every time you open the picture, the, the smile on the dog keeps growing and growing and growing to the point where it kind of like infects your dreams. And then he comes after you and um, you disappear. Of course, you know, you probably get eaten or something. But uh, that's the, the smile dog story. Well, if he comes after me, he's not going to have to eat for a couple hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the three covers. The main cover, cover B, and cover C. Mm-hmm. the hunter mm. bonuses yeah that's uh we're, we have a feature perk which is the hunt the cryptid hunter that's our our ultimate cryptinals collection which mm -hmm. which contains the three covers this man dog supplemental with with cover by david olivares who is who is one of our friends here locally he's he's also a comic book artist yeah he, he he did all the all the short stories the short man dog stories no right like mm -hmm. throughout our our history, and we have a sketchbook by Dario Rodriguez called "The Creature Apocryphal," which feature will feature behind the scenes stuff. And and what's cool about this is going to be a, a sketch cover, so only only ten available in this in this perk. So, um, and we only have two left, right? I believe so. We've sold yeah, almost sold out of those. So we have two left. Eight out of ten. So yeah, if you're interested for in original artwork, so act, act fast. And yeah. also, we're including uh, a set of twelve Polaroids. We only have those two sets left, so that's that's going to be big. And also a cassette tape. Uh, Ray mentioned earlier about the the MP3, so we're gonna collect that into a cassette tape. And yes, <laughs> we know a guy here that that produces cassette tape so we're gonna make them it's gonna be very limited we're only gonna make a few of these so does mm -hmm. it come with a free pencil how did you we're know that too we're looking into that yeah yeah well you know you gotta do that for when the thing gets caught on the record you know? yes indeed 
Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's we're, the way we're we just used to do we're, it. we're looking at, at at where to manufacture it and how to design it. No, if it's gonna be mm-hmm. all black or just a wooden pencil, or yeah, we still we're still out. We're still designing that. So yeah. Well, you you have to. It all depends on whether they're like over thirty or under thirty. If they're over thirty, you have to give them a cassette tape and a pencil. If they're <laughs> under, they're not going to know the difference. You can just give them a pencil and an MP3. <laughs> oh, I got a free pencil. Cool. Oh, cool. Oh, thank oh, you. Cool. Throw in the back. <laughs> and, and also, we're offering a, a sketch as an add-on. So when you purchase something at the checkout, there's an add-on for a sketch for a six by nine sketch. So yeah, by by Dario Rodriguez. And we also have um, there's a there's a a package where you get all three covers and a sketch, and uh, I forgot what uh, what stream we're on, but uh, all three covers and a sketch is eighty dollars. And if you think about it, all three covers are twenty five. Each book is twenty five, so the sketch would come out to like five bucks for a fully rendered sketch, like like the one you're looking at right there. If you buy all three covers, cool. Yeah, because you know, then I can I I would automatically have two presents to give away, and uh, and one of those presents would not be a sketch. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's plus- another thing too. I mean, if you know people that are into horror that uh, would like the book as well, you can always buy extra copies and uh, give it to them as as gifts. And we're planning on having this hopefully by December. Hopefully, I'm thinking you know before Christmas, you might be able to to give it away as a gift, if not sooner. And that's what we're looking at. And Oliver, I don't know if you agree with me on that or if I spoke out of term that's on that a, one. That's, well, that's the plan, but, you know, things happen and COVID maybe still a thing and, you know, it might delay no. shipments and all that. You, so might wanna, I mean, that's, you might want to, like, you know, increase the page count by another 100 or something. <laughs> no. And you know what? Honestly, um, we've been looking at how Dario's working on these pages, and right now we have the page count at 132. Honestly, I don't, I don't think it's going to be 132. I think it's going to be more than that. But we can't really tell you exactly how much. But yeah, it's it's going to be well worth it. Order the book, out. and they will surprise you. Oh yes, of course, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Definitely. our first our first campaign, we promised 116 pages, and and. And the final page count was 124. Yeah. So that was a. Uh... So yeah, th- this these things happen. No, I mean, oh, we we need to tighten up the the, the storytelling, the page layouts, and all that, and we might have to drop new pages. So you never yeah. know. Math is hard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're collecting money, then you know. You like? Oh yeah. Come on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So as of right now, we have unlocked these two stretch goals. The the normal edition, the the of Creature Apocryphal, the sketchbook by Daniel Rodriguez, and the Man Dog Unleashed cover by Preston Acevedo. So everybody who backs the project will get a copy of these included. Nice. And for the 9K, which we are about to unlock, is the Monster Moments scrapbook, mm-hmm. which you which Ray already explained, but you can you can you can explain it again, Ray. Yeah, so the Monster Moments uh, scrap scrapbook, as as we're calling it, is going to be kind of like um, you know someone's been keeping tabs on the cryptonolds, someone's been writing all you know these notes in a book, 
And uh, along with that, they've taken, you know, photographs at uh, moments in time where these uh, creatures have appeared, and those are going to be appearing in the book as well. There's going to be an MP3 attached to that, so each picture will have an explanation or a story surrounding what you're looking at, uh, you know, hopefully additionally with, uh, you know, extra notes and, and a bunch of creepy, creepy stuff in the book. And I think we're on, Sh on Shane Davis's show, and he was the one that was saying that all these items are cursed. So um, I don't know if you guys want to get them. I would because, you know, I'm into that kind of stuff. <laughs> don't but, say that. Uh, sell, sell, I know sell. It's reverse psychology. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you guys want this because it's cursed, you know, so it might, it. It, might <laughs> it might bring upon the, I don't know, that guy kid visitations. I don't yeah, know. you know, Cthulhu might show up or the creeping chaos might show up. You never know. I, yeah, I, so. I think you have a better chance of being cursed if you don't help smash this goal. Oh, yeah. I like that. Very cool. Yeah, this is just... Killer. Also, we have... Uh, we unlocked the Preston Acevedo original cover. So that's up for grabs. It's only one of one. So that's very, very, very exclusive to this campaign. That's uber exclusive. Mm -hmm. Now the featured tier is the the cryptid hunter, mm -hmm. which gets you everything mm -hmm. except for that super exclusive cover. <laughs> exactly. Uh, once once you back anybody who backs this perk will also get will also receive the other stretch goals. So that's that's it's gonna be a whole package. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's gonna be very immersive. You're gonna get the full experience when it comes to the cryptonodes. It's, I mean, of course, we're focusing on the book mainly because that's the meat of the of the story. But everything else is just going to add to the whole experience and stuff. And you know, it kind of it's kind of reminiscent of the stuff that uh, that Disney is trying to do with Marvel. You know, if you watch Star Wars and you got to read the books and you got to follow the comics and you know watch you know all this other stuff on Disney Plus. Well, in this situation, everything is in one package, so you don't have to go all over the place out of your way to get the full story or to be fully immersed. You can enjoy the book by itself and that's it. Or, you know, you can go a little bit further and, uh, you know, immerse yourself in the rest of the stuff that we are providing. So you don't have to go look for it anywhere or wait for it to come out down the road. And there's only two of these featured tiers left. Mm -hmm. And just remember that the, the sketchbook here is going to come with an actual sketch on the cover. Yes. Oh, yeah. So you're getting the, the both sketchbooks with the regular cover and the sketch cover, and, and you're getting both versions of the Man Dog Unleashed with the original cover by David Olivares and the Preston Acevedo cover as well. Polaroids, cassette player. Mm -hmm. No, I mean a cassette tape. Cassette you tape. Gotta, you gotta book. You gotta good luck finding a cassette player. <laughs> there, there, there's an Amazon. I mean, they have been making a few of them. If not, well, I, I imagine if 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 you can head out to your local flea market, no, or garage sales, I'm 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 sure you might find a. I've a seen them at, at at Walmart. They they're starting to sell them again at Walmart, like the Walkmans and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> I mean, you can always go look there. Um, give me one second, gentlemen. I gotta feed these children before they go to bed. One second. I'm hungry too. No. <laughs> Antique store, uh, of course, John. Antique store and 
flea markets, garage sales, Goodwills, probably. My, ho my house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was a DJ. I got all my equipment. Yeah, of uh, yeah that's true, huh? Of course. I, I, and I bet you have more than just tape players, no? Probably vinyl uh, players. Oh yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a pair of twelve hundreds and uh, the coffin. The coffin's not for me. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's for the, it's for the gear. Grandma's garage, exactly. Grandma's garage. <laughs> the attic, up in the attic or in the basement. The attic, yeah. I'm like, it, it just, it just cracks me up. Like, how old of a DJ are you? Well, I remember <laughs> real to real at eight track. Oh shit! <laughs> and. I would kill for a brand new eight track player right now. I have I have like a case and a half full of old eight tracks from like the sixties and seventies. And oh, and they it's the perfect thing because you always yeah storage auctions. Yes, John's guessing like there's gonna be a prize at the end of this, like it's a game show. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there's no What's up, Neff? That's a cool guy. Oh yeah, I've seen him. I, I see everybody in here around. When I'm when I'm not doing these, I'm around stalking everybody else's uh, <laughs> feeds. Cool. I'm like I'm like I have a couple of I have a couple of news shows I I watch during the day, like when I when I have breakfast in the morning and. Mm. Uh, Then uh, the re the rest of the time I'm kind of like you know I'll be I'll be in my recliner reading and then I start hearing beeps from my tablet and I'm like mm. what do you mean somebody's doing a show it's like oh crap it's four o'clock in the afternoon okay <laughs> <laughs> you can you can never tell Oliver's the only man who can wear sunglasses at night and not look out of place. <laughs> So an old CD right, with original eight tracks still in it. Badass. Damn. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's of course you found one like that. You know, because because I'm in a wheelchair, so I can't get in and take the GTO. And by take, I mean buy. Uh, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, what did I miss? I'm sorry. I, I no, we we're, we're just talking about the, the eight fact that We were hungry too. Yeah, <laughs> it's true too. So, what what did you make for your kids? Man? Um, I just heated up lasagna for them. They're just having lasagna. Oh so. shit! Yeah, and you say like, eh, I just made lasagna. Well, yeah, I didn't cook anything. I just heated it up. It was one of those casserole things, and they just oh. heated it up, threw it in the oven, waited like three hours, and go ahead. You know, hey, hey, but we'll, I gotta... have, uh, we'll take we'll take leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. At what, time, at what time should we come over, Ray? Whenever you're ready, man. The lasagna is ready. I don't have salad with me. But I do have some breadsticks, so you're more than welcome to. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to drag you into this, Oliver, but do we look like the kind of guys that eat salad? <laughs> I, I I like salad. I mean, yeah, but if it's like, there, if not, I, I don't make a fuss about it. <laughs> I like salad too, you know. But I don't I, go. Like, I, well, what I do is I, I take my salad and I put it on top of my burger. <laughs> there you go. True. Every once in a while, I'll eat a piece lasagna of corn, gate. You know? lasagna gate. Yeah. <laughs> lasagna gate. I've, oh, I've been man. hearing I've been hearing stories about this famous brisket that Ray makes. Uh, oh, dude. Oh man. 
I got to make some brisket for you guys whenever you decide or whenever, you know, you're allowed to come over um, the bridge and stuff, man. So we're, we're going to have some brisket, some, some, some nice bread. Um, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like Texas brisket is different from, from, I guess, Mexican brisket, like Texas brisket. It's sliced a certain way. Yeah. You have barbecue sauce, you have beans and potato salad. Mexican brisket, on the other hand, it's all like shredded up. Yeah, it's all shredded. Uh, rice and beans and, you know, tostadas and nacho cheese and stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. No, nacho, I love both nacho, of them. Cheese, nacho cheese, no. I mean, that's not, that's not Mexican. That's Tex-Mex. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Tex-Mex. <laughs> over here, over here it's, it's shredded and and just just used to cheat tortillas and tacos, man. Just taco it oh. up. Burritos and stuff, yeah, but uh, but you but you guys have that 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 meat the barbacoa the, the pinchy cabeza don't you like yeah the, we the... we we use all the the cow <laughs> to make uh the barbacoa yeah that's just bizarre to me man I don't know about that I don't, have you ever had that well like the 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 meat of the face of the cow probably but they never told me so I just ate the damn thing <laughs> 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 my face. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Oscar doesn't, you know, slaughter the cow. He just, you know, puts it in a wood chipper out back, and <laughs> they line up. They line up the angle with the big pots on the on the campfires, and they whoosh, let yeah. it go. No, but but it's a it's a it's just it's how do you say it? Uh, it's a custom to use every part of the of the animal. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, br brains, uh, liver. Uh, eyes, I mean, tongue, all, all that. It's all, and it's so tasty, man. It's so tasty. Well, but, after but, my but, career, I could probably use a new liver, but. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> the most tasty part of the cow that I have ever eaten, and I will freaking like. The test. A test to this. No, 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 no. no. I've never tested. I'm oysters. Is the marrow, the bone marrow. Oh, like bone marrow. Oh, shit, oh, my yeah. God. If it's cooked a certain way and then they have like chili on it, it's freaking Lemon. delicious. Yes. Yeah. And you put it on a tortilla or on a piece of like, a, you know, toasted bread. Oh my God, man. It's just, it's buttery, but meaty at the same time. It's a weird, weird uh, taste. It's a, it's a different taste, but it's really, really good. So just you recommend put every it. Every pot of the cow into the right bowl of chili. Oh, <laughs> hell yes, man. I had some chili yesterday. It was the Wolf Brand chili. I, I should have made it instead than just buying it out of a freaking can, man. Because, well, make some good chili. I used to I used to make my own, but my uh, my daughter won't, doesn't like anything spicy. So, oh, I'll probably uh, I'll, I always do it like in the slow cooker. Yeah, mm, you know. Oh, yeah. So I'll let it I'll let it go in the slow cooker. That way I can. I can leave it on like warm for, I'll say a week, two days. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, that sounds and, about right. You know, I'll get some, I'll get some, I'll get some, I'll get some hard shells and, and break them up, put them at the bottom of the bowl mm. and pour some, pour some chili up in there. And, you know, I don't know if I'll be doing many uh, podcasts that week though. <laughs> we can't see your face. Well, it's because I'm live from another room that you don't want to see. <laughs> and you have to mute like every so often, though. No? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of burping spiders in here. You gotta get rid of them all. Don't worry. 
<laughs> what happened? Oh, I stepped on a bullfrog. <laughs> so many frogs in here. Jesus. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not gonna rib it no more. <laughs> oh man. You get the option for uh people to uh just get the book, and of course, you want to get the book in front of as many people as possible because you want everybody reading this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We are we are thinking about when we go in demand. It, it's a possibility we might take down the variant covers. So uh, I mean, get get on it, man, everybody. Yeah. If you haven't if you haven't bought it, receive your copy now. Yes, exactly. Because once those are gone, those are gone. We won't be offering them any any longer. Uh, just the, the main cover. And don't get me wrong, the main cover is beautiful. You know, that's the oh, cover that we yeah, went for. Uh, but, I mean, it's always it, it's always nice to have, like, backups, you know, like the variants and stuff. And it, and it also tells a story. Yeah. And, you know, not just that, but, you know, there, there's always a, a percentage of, uh, of backers that want every cover you make. Because mm-hmm. uh, decisions are hard. And when it comes down to it, they're like... Well, there's only three covers. There's a main cover and two variants. That's not mm-hmm. bad. We'll get them all. Exactly. 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 So quotes Sugar Chris. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough of the sugar. Or oh, is it Golden Chris? Golden Chris. But, you know, <laughs> it's like uh, I I always I always crack on. Chris on his on his streams because every time he's going over a book like when you guys were on I was in the <laughs> chat you can shop afterwards ask questions <laughs> well I, I never understood that did was he caught shopping in one of the streams like oh he he's always doing that that but shopping what in the, in the campaign or like no no yeah in the campaign oh okay okay so you know you don't want to discourage it but you want to Do two things at once. <laughs> I thought he was at like at Walmart.com buying underwear or something like that. <laughs> hey, if he needs it, he needs it, man. Don't judge him. <laughs> yeah, he, he saw the picture of the Mothman and he went through a set right there. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> He'll hear this and be like, you. I go, look, I'm not the one that's going to wear the red dress. That's all I'm saying. Jesus. <laughs> He's not or, even here. I'm, I'm, or, yeah. or the red shirt, no? No, the red shirt. I'm going to be wearing the red shirt, so you're ready for that. It's going to happen. Wait. Uh, and there's uh, the two packs as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can get the main cover and cover B, or you can get the main cover and cover C. Or you can get to- You can get all three for sixty-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's the here's the one you were talking about to get. Uh, yeah, all, all three covers and the sketch for and the sketch. Yeah, I mean, if everybody bought that perk, the the eighty dollar, we would reach the stretch goals really, really quickly, and you will get more, more, more bang for your buck because you will be receiving all those extra items in your order. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. We have a few things planned for for higher once we pass the 9 k mm-hmm. um, that we're still working on. You know, probably for like 11 k, 13 k, and then of course, you know, the 15 k is going to be the big one when I 
you know, dress up like the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> we should we should ask John. I mean, sorry, Will. Uh, what kind of part would you like to see from this campaign? Maybe we could get like ideas. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. I mean, what would you want to see? Of course, we have our ideas, but some of them are kind of wacky, off the wall. I wanted to do a a little bottle of uh, Yorona tears, and then these guys shot me down. They're like, "So you're basically just giving a bottle of water? That's what you're doing? <laughs> a bath water? A bath water?" And I'm like, "No, but it's the experience, man. You know." And they're like, "No, it's just water. It's just bath water. That's how it is." <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> we could we could we could do that burping spiders burping spiders we could do burping spiders i'm still working on on those oh, why uh, do they smell bad when they burp <laughs> like a no we eat chili from boston <laughs> it wasn't oh, man. the good stuff it wasn't the good stuff i've never had boston chili but i heard about it oh. so well the best thing that comes in a bowl in Boston you can eat is uh is like seafood chowder up here. Oh the oh. chowder, yeah. Chowder. 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 I'm I'm more of a bisque man myself, but chowder's chowder's pretty good. I haven't had bisque since uh a friend of mine got married, like I don't even want to think how many years ago it was, because that's the last time oh, wow. I had it. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I don't get out. Yeah, in 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 Texas, we don't really get good bisque around here. It's like probably out of a jar or, or a fucking uh, can or something. So I'd want to experience it firsthand, like you know, the chowder as well from from somewhere where it's legit. Oh yeah, yeah. I make I make my own. I don't. I I tried, you know, when I was. You know, trying to be cheap and save money. I bought like the canned chowder before, but <laughs> I'm like, it it always turns into like a brick in my gut. Oh so, man! Which is which is followed by Jeez. you know burping spiders, burping spiders with bricks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I want to I want to stop and check this out. Uh, there's eight original pages left. Yeah, I have I have them here. I'll show them to you. Oh, cool! Yeah, let's. Yeah, uh... yeah I, had, I had we had to convince Dario to to bring them over because he's very very uh, protective of his artwork. Mm -hmm. And well, he should be, my friend. Look at look at the artwork he's producing. How long does he spend on those pages? Yeah, check it out. Oh, they're beautiful in person. Man. Let me see which oh. which other unspoilery page we can show. Unspoilery page. Oh. oh, the first one. The first one's pretty cool. That one's cool. I like that one. There's a smile dog. Oh yeah. What else? What else? What else? Show show the show the nightmare hall one that I posted earlier today on on the. Uh, I don't have that. I don't, I don't think I have that. Oh, you don't have that one. I'll show you the La Llorona. La Llorona? La Llorona page. Here nice. Look at that La Llorona page. Oh, that's sweet. Love that page. And I'll show you this one, too. Just to... Yes. 
the Bigfoot meet the the Nyango. He's running for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. You see that? The, the, <laughs> amount of, the amount of detail in there. That's it. Oh, man. Okay, no more big screen for you. No more big screen. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you really want to get in on these pages. There's only there's only eight pages. Eight original pages left, and mm -hmm. man, they're just killer. And uh, David Escovedo's uh, original cover art, yeah, with three fifty. There's only one, the one and only, the one and only. Yeah, uh, we if we sell out of those ten pages, uh, I might have to talk to Dario and see if he's willing to sell more. But mm -hmm. yeah, we we might we. It's, there's a possibility of, of unlocking more pages. I know, man. And, I mean, and maybe those pages will also go to auction later on down the road. It just depends if Dario's willing to to part with them. Like, honestly, I would just take them all and hoard them for myself. But, uh, you know, he, he might want to sell them. So, Well, Oliver's holding on to them. In case they don't sell, he's going to free them and hang them at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I do have uh, original artwork. Hanging there, mm -hmm. so yeah, man, it's it's a all over the place. It's yeah. a possibility. <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a bunch of original artwork that I have to uh, size up and frame and hang up once I get this area over here. Yeah, all straightened out for my. So you know, it won't look like I'm just in a warehouse with a whole bunch of crap piled up behind me. <laughs> all, there's, there's nothing behind me outside of furniture, comics, and action figures. So yep. that's, the, that's the place to be, man. That's the place to be. Yeah, Same I got thing a, behind me. I got a piece of a, of original uh, art in today from uh, Sean Howe, who I do the uh, Sean Zilla art show with on Wednesday nights. Mm -hmm. uh, he sent me uh, an original piece he did, and it was uh, from the '66 Batman movie of oh, wow. uh, Joker, Riddler, and Penguin. And that's I'm like, cool. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then uh, uh, Mike Jimmy LeBrun, I I bought an original piece off of him. So I got I got an original piece of Joker art from the Netherlands the other day. Oh, so, cool! So I was all excited about that. And I've got a I've got a page of art coming to me from uh, another another campaign. Uh, that that he gifted me, and I'm like, oh, so I'm I'm just kind of like, you know, beside myself, being, you know, thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, and I'm hell like, yeah, man. And you know, we got his campaign high enough up that he agreed to shave his head, so we had to shave his head on a live stream. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gave us our. I'm like, wow, what do we get if we make you, you know, wax your chest? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't want to so, be present for that. The screaming, the screaming. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that last page you showed. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to think, looking through this, what I would want to see at what, like a at a 15k uh, stretch. Hopefully, 
more or less, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're at nine, probably 12, 13, more or less. Like, uh, I mean, like if we a, do 15, that's got to be a big one, no? Yeah, 15's got to be a huge one. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, re I'm ready to go through that wall dressed up as a Kool-Aid man. <laughs> but unless we can think of something else. <laughs> um. Because we, we, we were thinking about your typical stuff, no postcards, prints, but but I don't know. I mean, everybody's doing that. Yeah, I mean, there's anything wrong with it, but like mm -hmm. like I said, we wanted to, to build up the the experience and sell the, the, the experience of the book itself. Um, and I think that, uh, I mean, like I said, you know, art art is art, no matter what. And if it comes in a postcard or in a in a in a, in a trading card or a poster or whatever, it's still going to be beautiful. It's still going to be art. But we got to give it a little bit more oomph as far as this campaign is concerned. Because it, and and I'll, and I'll stand by this as well. It's like nothing out there that I have seen that I've you know I and I and I did the research. I tried to find something that was similar to this. And I could not find anything like this, so I'm I'm putting that statement out there. There's nothing else like this out there. No, there isn't. There's lots of there's lots of zombies and you know werewolf books and you know vampires, but nothing like this. And I mean, I the, mean the the closest that I came, the closest that I could think of uh, was Malin's book, you know, uh, Graveyard Shift. That was it. But his, his, the tone in his book is completely different from the tone in, in our book. Ours, like I said, is more horror-driven, and his seems to be more action-driven. But um, it, it, it deals with different stuff as far as his team is concerned and, you know, what we're doing in this book as well. Mm -hmm. You know, touching not only that, but in this story, we do pull from um, his, history. We pulled from events that did happen that you can look up and be like, oh, my God, that really did happen. You know, the one that I like talking about the most is the Battle of Nightmare Hall. And if you do the research, that actually did happen. Back in the 70s, there was a place in New Mexico called Sandia Plateau. It was in Dulce, New Mexico. And uh, the U.S. military had a facility on this plateau. And below the, the ground in the lower depths, there was uh, this thing called Nightmare Hall. And according to, you know, the reports... The U.S. military, the government, made a deal with aliens to let them conduct experiments on humans in these lower levels of this military base. And something happened in the 70s where someone pissed off somebody, and there was a firefight that erupted between the U.S. military and the aliens. And a lot of people were getting disintegrated. Aliens were getting shot out of the, out of the air. And it all took place in this uh, area called Nightmare Hall. So I was like, well, what exactly did happen? What happened there? And if you go on YouTube and you look this up, you know, there's testimonials from people that were there, people that, you know, lost like limbs and fingers and stuff. And they talk about it like, you know, yeah, it was there and this happened. I pulled my buddy out from under this death ray and he was disintegrated in half and all sorts of stuff. And I was always like, well, what, what exactly did happen there? So that's part of the story of uh, the cryptonodes as well. So through that, <laughs> the uh, the gear and a half that I still have left in my brain from the coma uh, <clears throat> gave me an idea. Ha Do you guys have a cover upgrade? Oh, like spot UV or foil yeah. stamp or something like that. We we need to look. 
at prices, but that's a good idea. That is a good idea as well. Um, man, I didn't even think about that. So there's something yeah, to think about spot, right there. Spot UV on the actual, you know, sofa cover A would be like, you know, the hand and the skull. And it mm-hmm. would just give it like that 3D feel on the cover. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, cool. we're actually, uh, that's a, that's actually uh, interesting because for the variant covers, since they're going to be virgin covers, we're not, we're not, we're not going to add logos to it. A spot UV logo would be interesting, like transparent logo. Mm-hmm. You, you just kind of like, like, like shift it a bit and you see the logo there. Yeah, like reticular or something yeah. like that. Well, not not, not reticular, but but it, it's gonna be there in it would spot, be spot, UV. Yeah. spot UV. But it would be invisible when you're looking yeah. at it straight on. Yeah, it would be invisible. But you know, when you when you turn it and and get that angled view, yeah, it would just pop. I like that. <laughs> yeah, these are ideas. These are good ideas. We we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta just look at the. Pricing. I mean, if we could pull yeah. it off, that would be that would be something. I mean, once we start getting into those numbers, hopefully soon, then of course we want to put back as much as we take, so that uh, you know you'll come back down the road when we have another project. And trust me, we have quite a few projects lined up and ready to go, and all of them are going to be of quality. Uh, they're all going to be you know produced by us. Things that have, we've been working on. They're all passion projects, of course. So you're going to constantly be getting something of quality, something worthwhile, you know, more bang for your buck, if you want to put it that way, uh, each time that uh, 6x6 produces or tries to produce a, a crowdfunder. Real quick, I want to uh, I want to take a look at the video and... Uh, oh, yeah, sure. of course. Put that up there. In the dark recesses of cyber... Spaces fallacy... But these tales and images are cursed through the power of belief. Tulpa's sentient thought forms residing in between the abyss of life and death. Their endgame is to destroy the only reality they know. Ours. Only darkness can vanquish darkness more rapid than the radiance of light. Enter the Kryptonos, mythical beasts of unearthly abilities whose existence has been criminalized by humanity. The first and only line of defense against the incursion of otherworldly evil. A secret war of monsters is about to begin. Hey, Pops, get off my screen. (laughs) (laughs) What in the... Okay, I'm hitting the wrong buttons. There we go. Cool. Yeah, that's a... That's a... uh, That's a really cool trailer, dude. Thank you. That was yeah, all um, Dominic. And that's your voice ring, too. I don't know what you're talking about. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of whiskey. <laughs> the girl at the coffee shop can recognize it if we have to ask her. <laughs> there you go. 
I need seven coffees and 13 donuts. <laughs> oh, wait, Please. that was my voice. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your DJ voice. There you go. Yeah. Guys, this is this is awesome. Uh, it's going really good. I want to see it go a lot better. Uh, hopefully, uh, you guys can work out the pricing where maybe at 15k you can you can break the 15k barrier and actually offer the the spot UV. As yeah, the, it's, uh, it's, well, I'm gonna look at, into it right now. It's a good the, idea as a breakthrough because that would. That would be really cool. Uh, everybody, if you haven't gotten on this yet, uh, definitely get on this. Uh, there's a couple of uh, really cool limited high-end tiers that you can still grab. Um, if you've already, obviously, if you've already uh, contributed to the campaign, uh, please keep sharing this out to uh, every place you get social with your media and... Uh, and and tell everybody about it because this is this is a really badass book, dude. Appreciate that. Thank, Thank you, you so much you. for that. You know, we want to we want to get this in front of as many people as possible. Uh, I know when uh, when we wrap up here tonight, uh, this is going to get this whole program will get downloaded and we'll we'll upload the audio to. Uh, my podcast through uh, cool. ageradio.org, which will be available anywhere you can download podcasts from. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I usually I usually share the the, the Spotify and Pandora links uh, throughout throughout the week here and there, here and there through through all my pages to uh, try to get more and more people uh, checking in on stuff. Oh, definitely, that'd be cool. Yeah, let us let us know about the or send us that link also so we can share it uh, for the Spotify. Uh, we oh. were on another podcast as well, and we had, we were sharing the link for that. Uh, they had it on on Spotify. Yeah, uh, when I when I when I finish it up, uh, they give me shareable links for Facebook and for uh, and for Twitter. So I, cool. I sh- I'll share those out and tag you guys in those, and uh, then the other ones I'll. I'll share I share out everywhere and uh, tag as many people as possible. It'd be like, oh, the fat <laughs> podcaster did something again. He's tagging everybody. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Bye, so I do that. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get the word out. I mean, I do that too with a lot of the groups that I'm in. I start you know tagging people and posting stuff and. Luckily, no one's complained to me, or they, you know, they just remove themselves from the tag or whatever. But uh, I mean, it's the only way to get the word out to let people know what you're doing. Oh yeah, you know, you're doing a good job if a certain platform puts the kibosh on you for like 24 or 48 hours because you've been sharing too much. <laughs> but you told me I'm supposed to come here and share. Yeah, that's Ray. That's Ray right there. No, Ray, you get to yeah, Get Facebook banned. <laughs> I get Facebook banned every once in a while. Hey, I just wanted my stimmy, man. That's it, okay? I was complaining. I just wanted my stimmy. That's it. And people were like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got I got my stimmy and realized how many crowdfunders I backed last weekend. <laughs> because between, well, it was the holiday. So 
between Friday and last Tuesday, I filled out close to a dozen. Mm. Close to a dozen uh, surveys, and I was like, and I I'm pulling up like the Kickstarter and the Indiegogo, and I'm I'm scanning through, and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, I spent a lot of fucking money. <laughs> I did, I did a ketchup tear on one, and I'm a sucker for like uh, specialty vinyl. Mm. So I got I bought two of those, but one of the things I bought I, I spent like a I spent like a buck and a half doing doing ketchup because uh, they had like they had two they had two different uh, complete uh, trades, but one yeah. trade was one trade was like almost 400 pages. That that. That's what I do too. With uh, I backed a book. It's a it's a Starface. It's a like a a rap alter ego group. It's a it's mm -hmm. a superhero, and they did offer the vinyl. So I said, oh, I gotta I gotta get the vinyl too. And also with video games, uh, there's this place called Limited Run Games, and they and they port a lot of retro games into Switch or PS4. And they, sometimes they've offered the, the soundtrack in a vinyl format. So, yeah, can't say no to that. Yeah, I just I got rid of most of my vinyl, but I, I've got like uh, two crates still full of stuff. Mm. Uh, and about half of one of those crates are all the all the all the pop culture. Yeah. Story albums from when I was a kid, like oh, all, the old, nice. all the old power records and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm like, oh, I'll keep this. <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got like an MP3 file that basically has like all the power records, like all combined yeah. back to back on like one long playing thing. So if I get, if I get, if I'm not being able to sleep, I'll put that on and uh, let it go through my bump box. And, uh, you know, before I know it, you know, I'm like, <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. That is cool. Mm -hmm. you know, so, um, guys, why don't you tell everybody where they can uh, where they can follow you at? I know you've got your your tags under your names, but every place they can find uh, yourself in six five six comics. Go for it, Oliver. Uh, we're at we're at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at six five six comics. Uh, we do a show every Wednesday and Sunday. We try to because we're we're uh, busy currently. But yeah, we do a show. We do a streaming. Uh, Sundays is our, our normal English <laughs> stream, and Sundays is our Spanish stream. And also, um, I'm an I'm OEA656 on Twitter. Follow me there. I usually post uh, artwork, um, works in progress, and stuff, stuff like that. And that's it. Yeah, pretty much the same thing on this end. Uh, you just follow 656, and you'll find all of us. Uh, throughout the social medias, all the platforms. Yeah, if you go to uh, 656 on Twitter and you just hit the Indiegogo link and then go all the way down to the bottom of the Indiegogo link, uh, then you can follow all the guys from 656. Yeah, we, we have all our, our contact info in the in the Indiegogo campaign. Mm -hmm. So you can, yeah. you can you can stalk them all through there, and then you can <laughs> you can you can tag Oliver and then uh, call him uh, Samoa Crayola. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, you know that oh, guy. You, oh, you too. <laughs> Another one. Jesus. Exactly. I was the uh, one who gave you the name. <laughs> that's right. Some more Crayola. 
Um, we also have a, a TikTok if you guys are interested. It's a, mm -hmm. the, a, the Cryptonals TikTok. Uh, we have about 7,000 followers on that so far. So we're, we're slowly but surely you know, getting more. And we post uh, updates on the book. We also post a bunch of creepy uh, paranormal stuff, cryptids, you know, ghosts, stuff like that. So check it out if you get a chance on TikTok. Very cool. Guys, I want to thank you very much for coming and uh, hanging out this Monday night. Um, very excited for the book. Uh, as, soon, as soon as I can dig up some more cash instead of uh, some black-eyed children, I will, uh, <laughs> I will definitely be, uh, be getting this because I'm, I'm super influxed with like horror comics right now. Awesome. Nice. Cool. I'm like, very you know, cool. I, I got the, I had the bug when I, when I was a kid, I used to collect a, like a lot of the, uh, DC, like house of secrets and yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. the, uh, the EC reprints and stuff. And I, I, I know I, I love all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, this, I think this, is this book like, like, uh, safe for kids, right? Um, I don't know, man. You tell me, you've seen some of the images <laughs> in the book. The, but the, I mean, kids the, love kids love the creepy stuff, man. I mean, yeah, it's so much, it's not so much like there's no nudity in it. It's more like gore. There's a lot of gore in it, um, but it's all monsters, you know. They're not humans. Well, actually, there are a few humans that get kind of jacked up, but still, um, it's 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 a hard PG thirteen. How about that? Like the page with the crying girl. It's a PG thirteen from the eighties. No. Yeah. There you go. It's a yeah. PG thirteen. So. Uh, that that's an R rating from 2021. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. So, guys, uh, thank you very much. All the best. I'm sure we'll be, we'll be talking between uh, in between now and the end of uh, this before it goes into uh, in demand. In, in demand. demand. I'm yeah. like, I know I'm forgetting something. What's that word? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and we'll look into that that uh that UV? Facebook, yeah, the UV. We gotta we gotta see if it works. Let's see if we can do it, man, because that sounds really interesting to me. It sounds like something that's that's doable and also very unique as well for the for Yeah, the it's it's some it's something different where, you know, because you don't want to make the whole cover like shiny because then it just then it loses it, but that UV that UV gloss touch on the uh, on the actual cover subject is uh, mm -hmm. is pretty cool. I've seen I've I've gotten a few books like that. And I was like, Ooh, that's a sweet book that's going on the wall. Now a die cut embossed, no, like like back in the day in the marble days. Yeah, die cut. Freaking, um, what was the other one that they had? Uh, or like I forgot All what foil. it was called, embossed or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You get the you know. You can get the like the the 3D embossed covers. You can get the the UV touch. Yeah. <laughs> all all those good gimmicks. Yeah. Welcome to the '90s, where everything old is new again. <laughs> oh man. So all the Did best. You... Uh, we'll, we'll be talking soon. Uh, any uh, any parting words to everybody? Um, just back to criminals. Follow us on Six by Six Comics. We got more in store for you. It's going to get really good, uh, and we thank the backers that have, you know, followed us so far, and uh, we're just going to keep, uh, you know, keep it up, keep surprising you, and keep, uh, you know, keep raising the bar. Thank keep you. Keep on keeping on, and uh, we'll be talking to you guys soon. Sounds good.